Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Happy, happy hour. Hey. What? It doesn't get happier than Representative John Yarmouth. Why? Why? He was just inducted into the Bourbon Hall of Fame. Hell yeah. Which we're all going to be inducted into the Bourbon Hall of Fame when Donald Trump is indicted, which we talked to uh, Jill Winebanks about. So Jill and, uh, that's a party, Jill Winebanks and John Yarmouth in the same happy hour. Yeah. Because a lot of shit went down this week. The, I, this week was judici- a little cray. Judicially speaking, yeah. right? Between Letitia James. I, Who knows, by the time we hit Chicago Sexy Liberal, which Jill Weinbanks will be starring in, mm-hmm. what's going to, what, whether what, he'll be indicted. We don't know. Who knows? Who can say? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but there will be bourbon for all, won't yes. there? Yeah. It's it. I, I even feel like we're beyond nipple circling. I really do in the just in the coming of the justice. A little bit of teeth. A little bit of yeah. teeth on the nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little squeezing. A little oh. squeezing. All right. Little, little, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got okay. it. All right. Well, you know, not not hard teeth. Just like a little nipple. All right. Bourbon. Drink if you got it. Yeah. Bite if you got a nipple. <laughs> happy happy. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, speaking of funny, chuckly congresspeople. Yeah. I... But now I feel like we need to have a little more respect because he has just been inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame, we have ladies a and gentlemen. Oh my God, Representative John Yarmouth is here. They recently. Cheers. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Good morning, sir. I did not realize there, there was a, a, a Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame, but congratulations. Thank you. It actually is just the Bourbon Hall of Fame. It's kind of the galactic. Bourbon Hall. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I see. For the it just is based, of course, in Kentucky, but it, it is galactic. Right. Okay. okay, thank you. For it is that. galactic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I was it, was. it was a great honor, and um, I was inducted with some really cool people, five others, and we had a great ceremony in Bardstown, which is kind of the heart of Bourbon Country. It's about fifty miles south of Louisville. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it was yeah. great. Could I, I? I think I need the Queen music since we have it handy. But okay. uh, you just there is. The, uh, there's a statement from the, I, I guess, the head of the whole thing that yeah. said this year's esteemed class celebrates the visionaries, art, artisans, and partners that have made Kentucky bourbon and our beloved Commonwealth the gold standard of American whiskey. Sir, we we just whole new volumes of respect for you. <laughs> Congratulate. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, you know, and I'm sure that, that the, the numerous discussions we've had about bourbon on this program contributed to my Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, sir. Um, so, and by the way, it's I. It's just I, I love you with bourbon, a bourbon Hall of Fame nomination, and also uh, zero Fs left to give as you're leaving Congress. You just said, so the state's right things was bull all along. Uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise, you tweeted. But, I mean, it is kind of astounding that Lindsey Graham has blown up their entire state's rights mantra for years and years and years on, on a woman's right to choose, right? Absolutely. This is one of those jaw-dropping uh, moments that I think both parties uh, were, were uh, uh, again, both parties had their jaws dropped because nobody could understand why in the world he would do it. Yeah. Uh, it flies in the face of uh, Republican doctrine. It undermines their one of their... Uh, I guess their their biggest election strategies, and uh, now it's given Democrats uh, something to to just run with because it's clear that there are those in the Republican Party who want to ban abortion on a national basis. And uh, we already saw the the impact. We've seen the impact that this is going to have on electoral politics and special elections, and in, certainly in the referendum in Kansas. And uh, it, polling that uh, we've seen, and not just polling, but also the, the amount of new registrations, yeah. uh, disproportionately women who are registering to vote on this issue. Uh, so it's given us a real shot in the arm, and Lindsay uh, helped us. <laughs> Maybe you should send them some bourbon. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you just said, I appreciate Lindsay's honesty here. Uh, congressional Republicans are now openly promoting their plan to make basic health care illegal and imprison women and doctors. I mean, I think people don't realize how radical it is until you read it and you know we're seeing and, and hearing uh, anecdotally the the real horrible impact it has on many women across the country we obviously we know about the 10 year old in ohio who had to go to indiana but there are, there are case after case of people who have uh, who have serious uh threats to their health because of pregnancies and Doctors won't treat them because the doctors are afraid. Yeah. Uh, this is really the magnitude of this decision, the Dobbs decision, is uh, is coming to light in, in very, very dramatic ways. And uh, it's, you know, it, it deserves to have serious electoral consequences. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, what do you think of uh, Ron DeSantis's little stunt and Greg Abbott? Uh, I mean, I how this is not illegal, I don't know beyond being immoral and and i think politically disastrous I, I it sounded like desantis yesterday is doubling down he just thinks this is you know fantastic ongoing prank i guess yeah you know i i, I well i'm glad that this sheriff in texas is now investigating what happened uh because he thought it was potentially criminal uh i, I definitely believe there is a possibility of criminality here so, what struck me about it, though, Stephanie, was how evil do you have to be to go through the steps that they went through to create this this um, 
this charade to get these people to agree to get on the plane and uh, creating false brochures and all of these things and setting up procedures where they had to report to Seattle for all of these things. I mean, you've got to be one of the most diabolical human beings in the world to think this stuff up. Yeah. And and all for a political stunt. I mean, yeah, I what as you say, the one sheriff is obviously investigating the criminality of this. But DeSantis, uh, after the condemnation, DeSantis and his administration have denied there were any laws broken. And he pledged to push ahead with a new $12 million program to relocate, quote unquote, unauthorized aliens to so-called sanctuary jurisdictions. Uh, he said these are just the beginning efforts, uh, vowing to spend every penny he can on the program. I mean, if this doesn't present the start, starkest difference of Democrats and Republicans, I, this is not solving any problem. It's a cheap, cruel stunt, right, that he only notified Fox News about. None of the jurisdictions where these human beings, right. human beings are going, including children and babies. And, you know, it's not solving the problem. It's just, you know, being a jerk. I, I just, I refuse to believe a majority of people think that's the way to govern. Yeah. Yeah. I know, and, and yeah. You, you know, I, I know there's this incredibly powerful feedback loop that the Republicans, that the MAGA types are in, where they just keep getting their own thing reinforced. And I guess that's why DeSantis doubles down. But you know, this is probably going to cost him a, a significant number of Hispanic votes in his reelection yeah. uh, effort this year. It, it should. And uh, yeah, he deserves to pay a huge price for this. This is again, this is beyond. Um, Beyond anything I can even think of in, in its its diabolical nature, and and uh, how cold hearted do you do you can you be to do something and, like this? And by the way, yeah. Reasons. Speaking of backfiring legally, one analyst said an argument could be made that migrants could qualify for a special type of uh, visa given to victims of crimes because they are alleged to have been hoodwinked into traveling to Massachusetts by the false yeah. promises, of course, of jobs and housing, which could be a form of human trafficking. Um, he said, you know what that means? That means DeSantis' little gambit could actually come back to haunt him if these people get legal status because, because of what was done to them, because of what he did to them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, there would, that would be poetic justice. There's no question about that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, uh, speaking of justice, uh, Greg Sargent tweeted, the new DOJ filing implicates Trump more directly in the theft and concealment of classified documents than anything yet. If the info is right, he can't blame the theft on others or claim unawareness of it, and he brought it all on himself. And you said this isn't just a smoking gun, it's a nuclear mushroom cloud, visible evidence of criminality. Lock him up. Oh, look at you. Lock him up. <laughs> <laughs> John Yarmouth, lots yeah. of bourbon, zero Fs left to give. I, I, really don't, I really don't want to see him locked up. Um, I, you know, I think that would be the, the harshest form of, of punishment for those who we, with whom he would be incarcerated. I think that would be very difficult to do. But, but I think he deserves to be convicted. And, and obviously, if he were convicted, then he could not run for any other office. Uh, so, yeah, um, there's no question he committed crimes. It's, yeah. you know, the, and. Merrick Garland said as much. <laughs> he obstructed justice for, uh, for one thing. Yeah. And and uh, obviously having the documents, making uh, them, uh, taking classified documents, taking any documents, and not returning them. Uh, all of these are crimes. Uh, yeah. Some of them don't have penalties, but but they're all crimes. Yeah. Well. Exactly. Um, let's talk about the real world, doing real things for real people. Right. You tweeted the yeah. Inflation uh, Reduction Act. 
uh, lowers costs, delivers historic investments to tackle the climate crisis, and it's paid for by making the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. You said this is a huge win for Kentucky families. Just look at the numbers to see the potential impact. Um, you're talking about student loan here. 597,000 Kentuckians have federal student loan debt. 312,000 uh, have less than 20,000 in federal student loan debt. Um, I mean, again, just Biden's wins. I mean, you could just list them one by one. And it, it really is historic what he's done in two years, isn't it? It absolutely is. I mean, I've tried to think back. I, clearly, over my 16 years uh, in Congress, this was the most productive uh, uh, Congress in, in those 16 years. And I have a hard time any any thinking of any Congress in modern history that accomplished anything nearly as significant as the American Rescue Plan, the investment in infrastructure, the CHIPS Act, uh, the things you the, the the Inflation Reduction Act, the, the student loans. Um, it's just, you're right, it's an incredibly long list. And uh, Biden's beginning to get a little credit in the polls. Yeah. But um, it's it's truly been remarkable. And, um, you know, my name is on the, the Inflation Reduction Act as the author, uh, even though I didn't write a word of it. But <laughs> because, of the, because of the process we used, it had to come through the Budget Committee. So my name is on the bill, and uh, mine was on the American Rescue Plan as well. So uh, I'm really proud of that. But in thinking about everything that, that has been accomplished, and significant numbers of bills were done on a bipartisan basis, too, or at yeah. least with bipartisan support. I mean, clearly, they weren't, we didn't get every Republican vote, but we got Republican support for a number of them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel really good about um retiring on this record <laughs> i was just going to say how do you feel about the midterms is there a chance you will change your mind when we have the blue tsunami that <laughs> i am planning <laughs> uh well i I, don't, I think it's too late for that <laughs> <laughs> you know you know people people ask me all the time you know because now it's getting real it's just over 100 days until the end of the congress and i said you know if you ask me would i want to be there for the first six months of next year absolutely i'm not ready to leave uh in mm -hmm. my heart but I know I don't want to be there two years from now or five years from now. So this was just a good time to um, to step aside and let new blood take over. The, the man who's going to replace me, a young man named Morgan McGarvey, who's the minority leader in the state yeah. Senate, uh, is a really talented, wonderful person with all the right instincts. And um, I'm, I'm thrilled uh, that that he will succeed me. And, and I think the people of of Louisville will be well represented. I'm not sure about the bourbon industry. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say 98% of your blood is bourbon at this point. So yeah, is there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Morgan's beverage of choice is. Uh, and he doesn't, he doesn't play golf. So, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but are you feeling, but are you feeling, hopeful, are you feeling hopeful about the midterms though? I mean, as you, as you look I forward, am, I am. And many of my colleagues, are now they've changed I, yeah. i've always been one who said i'm not i was never as pessimistic as yeah. others about our prospects but now that i see the impact of the dobbs decision and yeah. the potential for um, winning a lot of these races i mean i saw polling for instance today in Alyssa slotkin's race in, in michigan and yeah. she was supposed to have a very close race and the poll had her up eight or ten points uh, and i'm seeing that in, in various races around the country where races we were worried about we probably don't have to worry about yeah and you know we won the special election in new york which was a good sign yeah so um yeah i i think uh 
I, I, you know, do I think we have a 50-50 chance of keeping the House? Probably not. Do I think it's at least 40%? I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, us a good, turn out, turn out, turn out, right? We just got to, yeah. that's the thing. I think it's the past exactly. the point. Don't look at polls or pundits. Just, you know, put your head down and, and uh, register. Make sure you get other people to register and, and uh, go vote, vote, vote. That's right. And I, I still think, and I've been saying this all along, there is a significant number of percentage of, I think, a Republican vote that will not show up because they're really not Republican voters. They're Donald Trump voters. Yeah. If he's not on the ballot. They're not going to come out. And well, he'll uh, be president of his prison of his prison block for sure. Then, so that's <laughs> right. <laughs> and and there is this hidden vote. I think of, of new registrations, new registrants who are going to come out and vote on the abortion issue. And, yeah. Um, so agree. Only is going to be very difficult to do because it's going to be hard to model what the turnout's going to be who's going to be voting yeah um well we you shall be missed but we're not going to let go of you we're going to hang on to you like a bottle of how what is it reserve woodford reserve woodford reserve okay good (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you representative talk to you again soon okay stephanie thanks there there he goes representative john yarmouth of of, you know kentucky and of Bourbon. yeah yeah okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Star of State, Screen, Courtroom, and of course, Chicago Sexy Liberal this Saturday with Representative Jan Schakowsky making for return appearances. Good morning, Prosecutor. Good morning. We're really looking forward to Saturday night uh, and yeah. my being way beyond my comfort zone. <laughs> really, live on stage. Oh, my God. I just just occurred to me that you have a Dalmatian because don't you feel like America's, you know, firemen and women? Because you just we need you know, a legal analysis every 20 seconds for something Donald Trump has done. Right. Never thought of that way, but as soon as you said it this morning, I was like, yeah, that is how we feel. Mm-hmm. It is amazing how many issues we could talk about. Every right. week the question of how many you know, things should we disband and right. what should we talk about in the few minutes we have. It's Doesn't horrible. Doesn't it seem like the Trump criming industry, though, seriously, is one that just never ends? Like MSNBC or iCall, you guys slide down the fire pole. <laughs> get back on tv to explain something the legality of something and his presidency is over but this just goes on and on right 
Yeah, I thought we would stop being so busy once he was out of office. Who knew that right. he'd commit even more and horribler crime? Is that a word? Horribler? Yeah, sure. Horribler. Crime. Sure. More horrible crimes. Yeah. Um, out of office and threaten our democracy. I'm into the uh, election count act reform right now. I think yeah. that's one of the most important things we can do to preserve democracies, to make sure that corrupt, rogue governors don't certify who they want to be the president instead of who the people of their state voted for. And right. that could happen. Right. We Let's get to that in a second. But I, I have to ask you about this whole special master thing. So Trump's legal team Monday night resisted a request to elaborate on his claims around declassifying documents recovered last month from Mar-a-Lago in a filing to the court appointed special master that Trump requested. His attorney said the time and place for making such a disclosure would come in a motion in a criminal trial as an effort to recover his property. Otherwise, the special master process will have forced the plaintiff to fully and specifically disclose a defense to the merits of any subsequent indictment without such requirement being evident in the district court order so i explain legally what he is it's he shot himself in the foot again hasn't he like he's the one that demanded a special master the judge granted this ridiculous request now the special master is saying okay prove it that you declassify these documents and and explain to us legally what's happening well legally i can't explain it because it's inexplicable legally it has no merit first of all there should have never been a special master appointed right. because there's no factual or legal grounds for it. But your point about how bad his lawyers are, that they got him into this, that they let him, as you said, shoot himself in the foot because he makes a request and then it's granted and it's exactly what he doesn't need or want. Mm -hmm. In order to defend what he asked for, he's going to have to do that. And otherwise, uh, Judge Deary, who is the special master, and is a, a former, uh, I guess he's a senior status judge, so he's still a, a, a sitting judge, can say, you, you're denied this. If you don't prove to me these are declassified, but I would go even further and say, even if he were able to make this argument, which is ridiculous, that he magically declassified things without any formal process, even declassified, these documents are a threat to our national security. And therefore, it is illegal for him to possess them in the same way as if they were classified. Secondly, President Biden can reclassify them. He has the power to do that. So it, it doesn't matter if he declassified them. All Biden has to do is say they're classified. They threaten our national security. Yeah. So it's, it's all ridiculous. And it was bad lawyering. It's sort of like in, in lawyers, you have to play chess. You have to see two steps ahead of yourself. You can't just do what's right in front of you. And he doesn't. He just does whatever his emotions say to do. But, I mean, the, speaking of bad lawyering, Jill, isn't that exactly it? Like, you, as lawyers, you're not supposed to insinuate things, right? He's, they sort of insinuated that he had declassified the documents without really saying so or making that actual claim because that would be fraudulent, wouldn't it? If, if he, in fact, as we all suspect, didn't declassify anything. It would, and they have to be careful to represent facts, not just stuff that they can never prove in court. It's just, you know, eventually, if this ever got to a trial of any of the counts that are set forth in the uh, warrant or any of the others that are possible, you know, because it's not just those three statutes that he violated. There could be false statements. There could be conspiracy, you know, or ordinary conspiracy under titles 371. Um, 
I think there's a lot of stuff that could be going on. And in a trial, all of that is going to come out. And he's going to be really sorry for all the things he said and did. And he, But he's been very careful, Stephanie, to do all of his lies to the public, not to the courts. He never filed any written statements in his impeachment trials. He avoids appearing and claims the fifth when the consequences of lying would be perjury and going to jail. He says it to the people who believe him, who don't care that he's lying. Yeah. What? So, okay. So what happens next (laughs) now with this, what's just happened with the special master? What, what What is the deadline and what happens next? Well, the deadline has been set as November 30th, which is sort of bad because it's too far out. Um, I think that it's quite likely that the stay request for the 100 pieces of paper, the 100 documents that are classified, will probably be granted. And that the national security risk assessment can continue with the FBI looking at those documents and also Uh, people from the intelligence community looking at it, so that that won't be held up. I think ultimately this is a speed bump. It is not a roadblock. This will end up getting all the documents that were taken legally under a search warrant will be used as evidence against the president. And remember, even the unclassified ones are violations of the Presidential Records Act. Yeah. So now the other report from the New York Times that uh, who is it? Uh, White House lawyer Eric Hirschman specifically warned Trump that he had no right to hang on to these sensitive government documents after he left office. So uh, your buddy, your pal, Barb McQuaid of Sisters in Law, the fantastic podcast. um, She said, asked about the legal ramifications for Trump over those allegations. She said it's excellent evidence that one of the essential elements of the offense when it comes to the Espionage Act and the retention of government records, which is willfulness. Um, right. So that is an important element, right, that he obviously willfully did this, that he was told he shouldn't do this. He was told he shouldn't. He was told what the consequences were. We we knew he knew the documents were there because they were in his, at least some of them were in his desk drawer with his passport, uh, which is why the passport was taken, was to prove that it was his drawer, that it was his knowledge. But Eric Hirschman's uh, testimony would be very, very devastating and it's not rebuttable i mean you can say oh i i never heard that but who's going to be believed in that circumstance when you know that he has the documents you know that his other lawyer bob submitted a paper saying there are no others when in fact of course the fbi in a few hours was able to find dozens of boxes of documents that should have been turned over so i i think the case is in my opinion, it is inevitable that he will be indicted for this. I cannot imagine a government ignoring yeah. these kinds of crimes. And these are the kind of crimes that people have been indicted for before. Yeah. And Fonnie Willis just said there's going to be indictments. People are going to jail. Trump reacted to that. The fact that he's threatened violence means yes. to, he thinks he's going to be indicted. You know, I, I, which of those three, I mean, between January 6th, the espionage and Fonnie Willis, which do you think is the most imminent? Which is the most dangerous? Do you think there will be justice in all three? <clears throat> I think there could be justice in all three. I think that because of the delay to November 30th, that moves that investigation a, a little bit back. Now, it's possible 
that Deary is seeing through all this nonsense and is going to act really faster than than we are expecting, faster than the 30th. Um, I, I just interviewed uh, Andrew Weissman for iGen Politics, and he said 11,000 documents is so nothing. Right. It's so easy. I mean, we're used to dealing with terabytes of information in electronic records. So 11,000 documents can be reviewed very fast, and this can all be over. And he will say, no, there's no executive privilege. There's no attorney-client privilege. There is no personal ownership of these documents. They were all taken in violation of law. That's the end of it. So yeah. it, it could be faster than November 30th. But I would say... Uh, the Department of Justice has been very clear that it's not gonna do anything that might influence an election. I do not think that rule applies here. Donald Trump is not on the ballot Thank in you. November. Yeah. I think that there's no reason to hold off action against him just because he's backing certain candidates. Yeah. Too bad for them. Thank you. Um, and if, by so the way, yeah, if the special master rules everything you just said, then I think the legal term is ha-ha, nanny, nanny, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legal term. So wait, you brought up the, uh, this is the Liz Cheney Zoe Lofgren, the Allure, uh, Presidential yep. Election Reform Act. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about that a middle. So that's, you know, bipartisan. They rolled it out, uh, aimed at preventing future attempts to overturn elections. Um, it's This is an archaic law that governs the counting of electoral votes, which Trump and his allies sought to exploit to stay in power. So it, the bill would make clear the vice president's role in counting votes is simply ministerial will raise the threshold for objecting to electors from one member of the house instead of one third of each chamber it would require governors and states to send electors to congress for candidates who won the election based on state law prior to election day it's one of those things we never thought we'd have to do but it literally is like part of trump proofing the presidency right could we just we never thought it we would see nixon times a eleventy billion did we no and the hard part of this is trying to think what a devious criminal mind could come up with to evade the existing laws, to take advantage of any gaps in the law. Who would have ever thought that a state would consider a fake elector slate? Yeah. It's not something we would have ever thought of. So it gets a little bit scary that even with this improved Electoral Count Act, they may not have cured all of the potential ways around it and, and this goes back to my time as a, uh, a, an organized crime prosecutor, where no matter what the laws are, they could think of ways around them. And they would spend their time thinking about that instead of thinking about how they could make money legitimately. It's how can we cheat and go around the existing laws? So it's, it's a little bit scary that we need this law. And it's even yeah. scarier that the law might not cure all of the potential risks that we can't think of yeah. and that criminals are thinking of. Yeah. Well, speaking of mob, I mean, everybody's made the mob analogy to the little, yeah. you know, Sopranos walk and talk at the golf course where, where there's no electronic listening yeah. devices. But but quite seriously, Fonnie Willis has talked about using Rico, right? I mean, it is interesting that because he's so mobby, you have to think of mob <laughs> right laws to, to try and, uh, yeah, finally nail him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, RICO was established for the mob, but it has since expanded into other good uses, and this certainly would be one. You refer to that golf course scene where there's like a bunch of yeah. carts roaming around yeah. with more than four people per cart, and, you know, you can only have four people playing at a time. And um, what were they doing there? What were they talking about? There's it. 
followed, if I'm not mistaken, a picture of him getting on a private plane to New Jersey with lots of cartons being loaded onto that. So what isn't in Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. What is now at Bedminster? And do we need a search of that property as well? Right. What's in the grave at Bedminster? Yeah. You know, uh, you got to wonder. Thank you. I'm glad we have a real lawyer asking the same question. <laughs> but that's what they're saying. They need more evidence than just seeing the boxes on the plane, right? You need someone to say those are classified documents he took right. with him or something, right. right? Or presidential records. I mean, he, he. it's not just, I mean, we keep focusing on, because it's more dramatic to talk about right. classified records. But honestly, the Presidential Records Act, which is a result of Watergate, is one that says all of those documents belong to the American people. They're part of our history. They belong in a museum. They belong at NARA, at the National Archives, where they can be accessed by historians. They are not the property of the former president, period. And so taking them is a crime. Yeah. Um, here's evidence why you've decided to go slumming at the Save Democracy, Sexy Liberal Save Democracy tour, because democracy hangs in the balance. This is what is at stake if Republicans take back power. Um, Merrick Garland has been asked by more than 30 GOP lawmakers to give the federal prosecutor investigating Hunter Biden special counsel protections and authorities. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, my God. Yes. Your thoughts on that. It'll end the same way that Durham has ended. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was right. All the noise mm-hmm. around the John Durham investigation has ended with what it started with nothing, right? Exactly, exactly. It should be embarrassing. It should be a big deal that people should make of the fact that nothing was discovered, that nothing happened. Yeah. But it won't be. I mean, the Democrats haven't made as much out of the failures of the other point of view as they should have. And letting him go ahead after the improper appointment of him as a special counsel, um, I mean, that was that was done yeah. deliberately to let him continue after Trump left office. And fine, you know, I'm glad it did because now it proves the point. And in a way, the special master, uh, Deary, is the same thing. It'll prove yeah. that there was nothing to it. And so if he can act fast enough that it's only a slight delay, yeah. big deal, okay, it, it's over, it's done. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think he can finish it faster than an appeal can be heard about the improper appointment. Okay. On the other hand, you don't want to have this as a uh, precedent. So it may be worth appealing just to prove that it was the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Star of stage screen. Bringing the highbrow to the lowbrow experience that is Chicago's sexy liberal. (laughs) I hope everyone will be there. I can't wait to see all the stuff heads at that show. That would be so much fun to meet them all in person. Uh, Yes, Harris Theater, right? Sexyliberal.com with your friend Jan Schakowsky. We cannot wait. We will uh, will see you in your delightful flat E uh, this Saturday. Yeah. Not, nowhere near Wacker, but, you know, at the no, Harris Theater. Near, it is kind of near Wacker. Oh, it is near Wacker. Yeah. That's great. All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. At Looking least forward to it. At least it's not uh, Oak Park because there's no park in there, but okay. <laughs> see you Saturday. Thanks, I love Jill. you, Jill. Bye. 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 Yay. Yeah.